Welcome to the 10th Year Seniors Podcast Network. This is the read option with our special Super Bowl Live preview. Yes, we don't care what the actual Roman numerals are. This will forever be known as Super Bowl Live. Brought to you by our good friends at Fusion Superplex. Everyone's going to be asking where to watch the game this weekend. That's the most common question you're going to get all throughout the course. And we of the actually week. have the answer for that. We have the answer for everybody, John. Watch it at Fusion Superplex. There's no place else that you can go where you can find a screen as big as you're going to see at Fusion Superplex. It's going to be shown in XS3. By now, you all know what that is. That is the gigantic screen. Yeah. So there's no With the bad comfy chairs. There's no bad seats in there. So you have you have it shown in XS3 uh, and once you get once you get in the thing that got me was the food menu. Oh, because I thought it was that we were doing a podcast there live. I'm going to get to that, but let me get to the reasons why everybody else should be there. You got mini pulled pork sliders. You got beef chili. You got chicken fajitas. And you got something very special for me and all the non-meat eaters out there. Lettuce. Vegetarian chili. I am so (laughs) excited for the vegetarian chili. This is the first Super Bowl that I am excited for vegetarian chili. But we have it there. And then you got, okay, warm smoked Gouda queso fresco. No idea what it is, but it sounds amazing. It's like cheese. There you go. Nacho chips. Everything. So you have the basics and then you You have... You have the Super Bowl... Like, it's a fancy Super Bowl menu. But Fusion goes the extra yeah, mile fancy. With, with the vegetarian chili. And the food so. is good. So I'm stoked for that. You got Collect Light all night. And for the non-drinkers, they got something for you too. So you can have your non-alcoholic lemonade and then everybody else will have their Collect Light. So 50 bucks gets you in. You get all of that great amenities at Fusion Superplex. Also have a tailgate zone before the game. You got the tailgate before the game. You so got every- us before the game. So everything- you can ask us your questions. Everything gets rolling at 3 p.m. for the tailgate experience, but before that, the 10YS team, like John mentioned, will be live on location filming our pregame pod. So we we got some special things planned for that. We're going to be up to our usual shenanigans. You could, like John said, you could probably ask us whatever. Nobody really has really good questions to ask us. They kind of just ask, insult us. I mean, that's fine. You can do that. You can do that as well. Insult John's point system. When you see him. No, my point system makes sense. And, By the way. And I have a twist to the point system again. Oh, God. Hold on. Let me wrap this up before we <laughs> get into that. So, to recap everything, Fusion Superplex is the spot to watch the big game shown in XS3. $50 gets you in. With that, you get Collect Night all night. You got the tailgate experience. You got the menu that we rave over, especially the vegetarian chili. And you got the 10YSTM live on location. So... That's where we're going to be watching the game. That's where you should be watching the game. Now let's get to it. Football time. So, where are we at the point system, John? All right, well, I, I'm not sure what's going on right now. but As of right now with the point system, everyone still has a chance to win. The pressure has been put on Ronaldo Jesus to get the Christ. Super Bowl pick right. Okay, hold on. And I would just like to mention that the pressure has been put on me to get the Super Bowl pick right. As I am washing everyone else with their picks. I'm the only person, by the way, who got the conference championship games right. You know what? You know what? You know what? Kansas City was losing the Tennessee 24-0. Did they lose? You know what? They have a point system in the NFL, right? It doesn't go by ones. It goes by sixes, ones, threes. That's a completely different metric. No, see, the point system. See, you just don't like the point system. I do not like the point system. Because if it was by ones, the Texans would have beat the 
the Chiefs. As you know? we mentioned last time on the podcast, the point system is a ridiculous thing that John put in place to keep him within reaching distance of winning our entire pick segment for the playoffs. So far, I just want to point out my record throughout the first three rounds of the playoffs. Wild card, I went 3-1. and one. Divisional round, I went 3-1. and one. Conference champs, I went 2-0. and oh. And now, somehow, I'm... <laughs> I'm within risk of losing. This makes no sense. Makes all the sense. Okay, so with John's ridiculous point system, I have 17. Uh, he has 11. Olivia also has 11. And Cardo has 10. I, okay, so what's the Super, the Super Bowl is worth 8 points. 8 points, yeah. And the twist is... The, oh, there's a twist. Yeah. Okay. It's only between me and uh, Olivia, though, with... We have to have a point Con- spread. Convenient. Whoever gets that point spread wins. Like if we happen to pick the same team. Okay, so <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, so since you and Olivia both have eleven, if you get the game right, then you you have nineteen, and then the tiebreaker is the point spread. Yeah. Okay, so none of us actually have to exactly. Give this is just me making my own point system for to find a way for you to win. Is no, what you to, to say. find a way for someone to win because there's no you, ties. You don't want to tie with anyone to find a way for yeah, you I, to win. Yeah, I either gonna lose or I'm gonna win. So theoretically speaking, Cardo could still win this, even though he only has ten points and has been five hundred straight throughout the playoffs. Yeah, he has not had a winning week in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. Alright. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. That's all it is. I guess. Super Bowl live, 49ers, Chiefs, the 49ers, usual suspects here. Well, not for this generation, but we're used to seeing the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, they in the win Super the Super Bowl, Bowl what, people, four or five years ago? People of our generation, they're used to that. Yeah, they, they had that one, but I mean, you know, we, we grew up on the Montana Rice Rice era. So Marino. No Super Bowls. Why do you have to say that? <laughs> And it's, it's Did in, you see that stat that they put on NFL? It's it was in like, Miami too. Yeah, it was. Like, um, I hate to say that. Uh, quarterbacks who won the MVP in the second year and made the Super Bowl, and it's like Marino, uh, Mahomes, and I think it's Manning. Who is who's the other quarterback? I'm I'm not sure. Anyway, some other quarterback, probably some good quarterback. But that that stat that you mentioned and the hurt I still feel when everyone brings that up with Marino and the Super Bowl that they should have won in '84, defeated by these same 49ers is the reason I always root for that great quarterback to win it so he doesn't be on the Marino here's here's the thing about that Super Bowl if we're gonna go back why was that Super Bowl played in like Palo Alto which is like a home game in the fog in the cold because it's BS is what it is yeah it's always been a conspiracy to keep Dan Marino down exactly you know how different our lives and how different Just things won. would have been if he won that one in 84? Came off the greatest season. At that point, came off the greatest season of any quarterback in NFL history. His second year in the league. This is like Doc Gooden if he never went on drugs. And that's to maintain just, that level of greatness. And that's just how important, like, Pat Mahomes in the Super Bowl and J- even Jimmy Garoppolo. It's that important to win this Super Bowl. Well, like, this, this is why I want it for Mahomes more than I want yeah, it for Jimmy because G. Because the whole thing is, Marino came out and said, you know, it's my first Super Bowl. Hopefully, I have a chance to get... Boy, he should have never said hopefully. No, every, here's the thing, though. Everyone thinks that. Yeah. I remember when, when the Thunder lost to the Heat in the finals, everybody thought... You have James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant. It's all right if the Thunder lost this one. They'll be back time and time again with this ridiculously good nucleus. They got time. And then no, it, they didn't. 
Because none of them play for the Thunder now. Nope. <laughs> so that you have to win in the moment. It is what it is. Nothing. And I mean, I don't want to take us to this place because we're purposely not talking about it at this moment. But nothing is set in stone. I think it is. And you're going to disagree, but I feel I'm certain I will. Yeah, that this is more of a Patrick Mahomes needs to win the Super Bowl more than Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh no, I agree with that. Um. Okay, that's shocking. Let me change my take. I feel <laughs> no, no. I just feel that um, with Patrick Mahomes, the whole thing is yeah, he's having a great season, but Andy Reid is known for not like he's known for getting there or getting to a point and just failing. I feel that he needs to win it with Andy Reid now, or else we're gonna be in that limbo saying, are they gonna get back? Are they gonna win? Are they just gonna get the conference championship games and and fail well let's let's start there because you mentioned andy reed but that's my let's let's that's the storyline that i want to start with when we talk about the the ones that stand out for super bowl live because andy reed i think there are a whole lot of people around the nfl that want to see andy reed finally get there that shirt he had was lit though yeah, I, I mean, Andy Reid, he's great at the self-deprecating humor. He knows yeah. the things that people make fun of him about, and he leans into it. Like, after, when they interviewed him after the conference championship, and he said, I had a cheeseburger and went to bed. Like, that... Andy I gotta Reed, lose weight for yeah, the beach. He, he, know, he knows what it is. He knows... He can take the gentle ribbing. He's, he's all good with that kind of thing. But Andy Reid is a guy who came up under the the Packers coaching tree, and then he finally got his chance with, with the Eagles to... Head, to be the head coach of a team took him to four NFC championships one Wasn't super- it five in a row or something and one Super Bowl yeah something like that and and one Super Bowl but we know what happened in that one the whole Donovan McNabb T.O. dynamic and the New England Patriots yeah. kind of derailed all of that kind of a dynasty there yeah and they were you could pencil in the Eagles to be there every time but like like you mentioned he developed that reputation that he couldn't win the big game and worse than that, that he couldn't manage the clock because there always happened to be some kind of clock mismanagement towards the end of a game. And so this person who was actually this meticulous, detailed planner became known as somewhat of a doofus yeah. because he wasn't managing the clock well. But given everything that Andy Reid went through, you know, like there was the death of his son, that was, that was a, a big issue. And then his other son had some serious problems that he ended up turning his life around. But there are a whole lot of things in Andy Reid's past that make people say, I want this for him because he went to an entirely new scene and he rebuilt it. And him and Pat Mahomes found each other. And it's like a better version of what he had with Donovan McNabb. Oh yeah. And the thing is, it's like, this is how good of a coach I believe Andy Reid is. Alex Smith. I mean, that's that's, that's all I'm just going to say. Like, you get it. If you see Alex Smith, remember the Dolphins were thinking of picking him uh, that first? It was just like, no, it's crazy. Like, the man took Alex Smith and made him into a 10-game season winner and got him a lot of money. Yeah, they were, the Chiefs were a definite playoff team with Alex Smith. To the point where people like Stu Gotts famously questioned whether the Chiefs were making the right decision with Pat Mahomes because Alex Smith got them to a point where, you know, it was palatable to the casual football fan. They could get you very respectable. You could get like 10 to 12 wins with Alex Smith. Great. He's not an all-time great, and that's the path that Pat Mahomes is on right now. So I think uh, Andy Reid getting one is a huge storyline. The only way that Alex Smith would have won a Super Bowl is if they had the defense like the 49ers. Yeah. 
that's the only way that that he would have won a Super Bowl. Like a Trent Dilfer. Or if he had, like, like Derrick Henry or something, like you had that. It, no, well, basically, you're right. The same kind yeah. of construct the 49ers have is yeah. what you have. Let's go to the other head coach, Kyle Shanahan. And we know what happened the last time Kyle Shanahan was here. He's developed a reputation as an innovative offensive thinker. Everywhere he goes, the offense is great. You saw how the Falcons were when, when he was there. Pretty much had that Super Bowl one. But oh, my God. 28 to 3. Jeez. But then he comes to the 49ers and he does it again with a quarterback people weren't positive could do this. But here's my thing about that, right? Well, now they have two weeks to plan. I hope it's not like the Rams situation last year where the Rams were, oh, the greatest offense, you know, greatest show since the greatest show on turf. But And then they get the Super Bowl and they lay an egg. Like, the Rams thing kind of started progressively derailing, though. Yeah, but you think if you had two weeks to plan for a team that you're going to put up, how much points they put up? 10? You know when they were the greatest? When Todd Gurley was getting the ball like 25 times a game. Didn't they? Ha- wasn't that the game last year when they played the Chiefs when it was like a million to yeah. a million and one? Yeah, that's exactly what the score was. Yeah. That's I didn't a, that think they could score game. a million, but it, it, they did. That, w- that was a crazy game. Like, I hope the Super Bowl is literally a shootout. Yeah, and I think because these are two teams that have high-powered offenses, they do it in different ways, but they are two teams that have high-powered offenses. So, but the way the dynamic and the rhetoric around this has been, people aren't talking about, and you actually voice your frustration with this, people aren't talking about two great offenses. They're talking about defense versus offense because yeah. the 49ers have the best defense in the league, or if not the best, close to it. And on the opposite side, you know what the Chiefs' offense is. Yeah, and the defense has been progressively being better post-first quarter. Like, that Fair. type of thing. <laughs> like, it's like they need a quarter to warm up. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and I, I think the, the offense versus defense thing, that's, that's only on the surface because the 49ers have a very good offensive game plan. And I know last game Jimmy G didn't have to do much because Raheem Mostert. But I think that that helps the 49ers. System. Yeah, that that they took care of everything with that. It was like he had Derrick Henry and like Tannehill didn't have to do much. And better than Derrick yeah, Henry. Yeah, Garoppolo like. was in the same position. But they do have weapons. They have the best tight end in the NFL. They have they have I mean, Kansas City tight end pretty good too. I'm not saying he's not, but I don't think he's as good. It's just the it's first one, it's is, one A and one B. Is this the greatest tight end matchup in Super Bowl history? You know what? Maybe. I think so. I think that this is like no. It's funny because you have two tight ends that t- a tight end isn't really one of those predominant figures in football that are like it has become recently. No, it, to a point, yes, but yeah. it's usually only been one side of like a Gronk mm-hmm. or your boy Hernandez back, <laughs> back. Wow, in, back in the day, like he was my boy before I knew he was a murderer. Yeah. That's so, um, but the whole thing that I look at is this is the first time you could take a Super Bowl and put. Yes, we know Pat Mahomes is the face of Super Bowl, but you the leading receiver yeah, on each team. You literally could put two tight ends on a poster, and people are going to be like, "I know who they are." Well, when Timmy sent me the graphic for Fusion and what uh, for their promo for the Super Bowl, and it was Jimmy G and Pat Mahomes on it, I asked him, "How dare could you not put Kittle?" Because I believe to represent the 49ers, you put Kittle. Yeah, they could have put both. Uh, so here's the thing about Kittle versus Kelsey, though. Can't tackle him. Does the winner get like some sort of Gronk tight end championship belt now? Because it's like Gronk retired and passed it on. I, you are the next one. I think the winner should go to Tootsie's. 
Tootsie's is a dangerous place. I'm just saying. You win the Super Bowl. Use a tight end. You can go to Tootsie's. Shoulder rubs on the second floor. I mean. Uh... It's Miami. It is It is Miami. And we are going to talk about <laughs> Miami's impact on the Super Bowl in a minute. But uh, Kittle versus Kelsey is, is one of those matchups. But my question is, I want to know who is going to be the star of this game. Like. Who's going to be the difference maker? There can there can be somebody that emerges on the scene that the casual football fan or maybe people who don't follow football at all, they're always introduced to someone in the Super Bowl that makes big plays. Or even super football fans, somebody that was maybe middle of the road and they rise to the occasion just because everyone's watching. But I mean, do we have some do we have a candidate for that in this game? And I can give you a couple. Like people know Mahomes, you expect him to yeah. be a star. We mentioned Kittle and But then one Kittled of the wide receivers might go off. What's who's number 14? It's not Sammy, it's the this other is what kid. Hartman. Yeah, Hartman. This is what I was thinking from so the same way one of the 49ers running backs by committee because it might not be Mostert this game. It might be Breda, it might be Tevin Coleman, it could be any one Didn't of them. Didn't Coleman get hurt though? Is oh. he playing? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Okay, well, maybe if he's not playing, then it could be it could be Breda or it could be could be Mostert again. But the the Chiefs have the same situation with their receivers by committee because it's not always Tyreek Hill. We saw in the conference championship, Sammy Watkins had a big game. Or like you said, it could be Hartman. Do one of those guys become the emerging star because so much attention is on uh Kittle? I mean, sorry, is on Kelsey and on Tyreek Hill. For the Niners, it's Debo. Like, that's the thing. Like, he's going to be in the slot. He's probably going to have a Julian Edelman, Amendola-type game where he, I could see him getting 12 to 13 receptions that game. And they use him in so many different ways because there's a couple times this year when they had him on reverses and he had rushing touchdowns. Or could it be Emmanuel Sanders? Because that's a great story for him coming I over think Emmanuel season. Sanders is going to open up for, for Debo. And then you have Kittle, too. I mean... You gotta, you got the deep. Th- Both of these teams have a lot of weapons. Yeah, there's basically. weapons. It's just the defensive thing. I think uh, 49ers have more weapons. Yep, defensively, we know what the 49ers have. The 49ers have uh, Nick Bosa. But I want to talk about defensively the the matchup. Well, it's not really a matchup because they won't go against each other. But we know what happened with D Ford last year with Kansas City. Yeah, he went offsides, cost them a chance at the Super Bowl. If if that doesn't happen, maybe we're talking about Kansas City as repeat champs this year. He gets traded, goes to the Forty Niners. The uh, the Chiefs end up getting Frank Clark, who has become my favorite, and I hope he becomes the star of this Super Bowl. The Chiefs end up getting Frank Clark to replace D Ford, and now D Ford gets to go against his old team and gets to have that they gave up on me chip on my shoulder. I want to make an impact. Man, imagine if you Super Bowl MVP. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. He gets like, to go to Tootsie's too. <laughs> I John, I feel like everyone's going to Tootsie's. Just shut the club down for the for the Super Bowl Every, champions. This is Miami. <laughs> this is Miami. Everyone's going to Tootsie's, irrespective of whether they win or lose. But my pick for who the world is going to be introduced to, I honestly think is going to be Frank Clark because he, he's got like this kind of WWE wrestler kind of thing going for him. Every game uh, before the storyline is Frank Clark talking shit. Like that's just been what it is. Like, he was the one that famously was saying Derrick Henry's just a guy we could tackle. We could tackle. Like, yeah. it's no big deal. Derek, and he's already said the 49ers have not seen a defensive end like me. And they have Nick Bosa. 
So yeah, so they probably seen someone better than him. This is what I'm saying. Uh, Frank, Frank Clark don't care. No. This is why I love Frank Clark. I mean, he just speaking his mind. That's all. It is. I mean, at this point, you got to play head games. Um, pause with. I wish you went with mind games there, but okay. Yeah. Um, with the team, like you just have to. It's it, a week off of football is a big thing. Like you got to fill time. You know, you just can't like everything on Instagram. You can, yeah. and I bet they do. Again, it's Miami. Miami. I forget Miami models. How many use the word models many, loosely? Yeah, how many DMs were sent to people like just with the location, you know, Bro, the, the red dot Miami? Ever since these teams won the conference championship, they have been doing homework. What do you think? And on, not on just a daily in film basis. study. You know what? Let's just get to it right now. Who gets Miami? It happens every time there's a big game in the city. The city that holds so many memories near and dear for 10YS for so many reasons. Whew. There's always something that happens in Miami. One of the famous stories, Eugene Robinson came in as NFL Man of the Year. Falcons, Broncos, Super Bowl. Man of the Year. He's the one that people look at as the pillar of the community. You know what happened to him the day before the Super Bowl? He got Miami arrested for solicitation of prostitution. That's what happens. The city gets you. Who is your candidate and who do you think gets Miami? Boy, Andy Reid. <laughs> Andy Reid gets Miami. Like, I don't know why, but it's just going to be something where I feel like, yeah, Andy Reid. He's coaching for, he's coached for a game, but I think he's going to live it up more than than what he usually would. He's been to the Super Bowl before, but not in Miami. Not in Miami. Think about it, he was in Jacksonville. He went to the Super Bowl in Jacksonville. Like, oh, we're going to Florida for the Super Bowl. Yay. That's a place you get to only focus on football. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, you see the shirts he's wearing. You know, he wife, he kids. Probably all like, hey, you know, we go in Miami. We go into the beach. We doing something. I got to tell you. All the food. Like, what I was listening to Lebetard, and he was just like, of all the restaurants that he goes. Oh. Like, he, you know how much restaurants Andy Reid? All of them. Lebetard, I know you're listening. You should just go and take Andy Reid on a restaurant hop. For your show. Who can keep up with eating with Andy Reid? It's ridiculous. Um, They were telling a story about when him him and Steve Mariucci coached with the Packers. And they went to one of those, you know, one of those promotions that restaurants have. If you eat this giant steak in like an hour, you get it for free and you're all on the wall of fame. Mariucci did it in like 55 minutes. Andy Reid did it in 15. <laughs> 15 minutes. So, I, I don't know if anybody can, can restaurant hop with him. I am worried about the younger players. I am worried about a guy like Debo Samuel. I am most worried about Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill has already uh, been Hill, in yeah. so many That's problems. See, and here's the thing about Debo. I feel that you compare the two cities of Kansas City and San Francisco. There's a lot more to do in San Francisco. Yeah, for sure. Um. So you so, think he's already been exposed? Yeah, to Yeah, I think he's going to be exposed. But a even if you more. are exposed but to Tyree things, Hill, though. though, even if, hold on, even if you are exposed to things, it's the Miami Super Bowl exposed. is like everything yeah. on steroids. Yeah, no, no, I get it, but I feel like it's going to take something drastic for Debo. I think, and it's probably tootsies, but. <laughs> With Tyreek Hill, yeah, I could see him just... I feel like you have some kind of deal with Tootsies. I mean, you get to hey, mention him so many if times, y'all... We're not objecting to yeah, it. Yeah, we're not objecting to anything. So, you know, if someone from Tootsies, you know, let us know. Okay, we'll do the podcast from there. Sorry, Fusion. <laughs> I will I will only talk for five minutes if we do a podcast from Tootsies. I'm sorry. Like, that's, that's the just picks. what it is. And here are the picks. 
I, yeah, I'm going in there and be like, this I'm, is my pick for the Super Bowl. I would Bowl, change the point fun. system again. That's a, that, <laughs> it's a different kind of point system in there. Okay. We got it. The game, this is a legacy game for Pat Mahomes. Like, regardless of what else happens, whether it's whether it turns out negative or positive, it's a legacy game this for is, Pat Mahomes. This is something where with Mahomes, if you think, because we spoke about Marino already. If he wins the Super Bowl in Miami, in Marino Stadium, I think that people are, like it's automatic where people are gonna say, "Well, this is the next Marino." I ne- I never want him to be. I never but, want them to have that. But you're never gonna have the by the comparison because you gotta understand, he's not a John Elway. T- he's a Marino mindset. That that's just reality. Like Marino was never Marino a mentality. Yeah, just throw, sling the ball, strongest how did, arm. How didn't we have that first? Marino mentality should have been a quarterback thing where you pick a guy and let it fly. Anyway. Sorry, you know okay. we didn't have hashtags back then. Yeah, so yeah. Now we're gonna make it into one. I mean, that's it. I mean, no, we can't use mentality. Now. No, you can't use the double M. But okay, so Pat Mahomes so far in the playoffs, eight touchdowns, no interceptions, uh, one thirty-one point five QB rating. He's run for hundred six yards and that's a touchdown. His running has is what's like caused Kansas City to like have the games that they've had. Like, look at that thirty-one yard run. I was like. I was in Miami watching the game. You, know. you got there early. Yeah, set up shop early. before. Do what you had to do and then leave before. Um, Heady play. So I was in Miami and I'm watching the game and I'm watching it with, with Tony and all that. And I'm just like, push him out of bounds. Like, what are you doing? And, you know, and the whole thing is the quarterbacks now. And I've, I'm a firm believer that you just hit the shit out of them now because they want to get to the sideline and then sneak a couple yards in. Okay. Oh, so you think. Yeah, but I'm still hitting them that first time because that next time they were thinking about trying to sneak yards, they ain't going to do that. <laughs> Fair point. I would take 15 yards for them not to do that anymore. On the other side, we mentioned that Jimmy G has, has not had to do much. So it, it doesn't feel like it's a legacy game for him because we don't put him in the same conversations that we no, put Mahomes. I don't think, like, at the end of the day, Jimmy G is going to be one of those quarterbacks, a Joe Flacco type. He's going to put up numbers. He's going to be able to lead offenses. Maybe, I mean, he has a chance now, but win the Super Bowl, right? But you don't see him as the flashy player that, unless he doesn't have a defense, he's not going to win games. Yeah, that's what it is. And it goes back to go full circle to what you were saying in the beginning. This is why it feels like there's more pressure on the Chiefs and more pressure on, on Mahomes to get this win. He will have to get by a ridiculously good San Francisco pass rush. They have that front seven is a beast. Nine sacks so far. Granted, they played against Kirk Cousins, who's not very mobile, and Aaron Rodgers, who is who doesn't have the mobility that Pat Mahomes has. So it it prevent it presents a different dynamic. Yeah, they they're not the same kind of offenses that the 49ers have seen. Yeah, no, there's going to be a lot. The thing is, the biggest thing is the arm strength that Mahomes has. like. There's no way you could work out for that arm strength. You're just born with that. Like I'm, I, I don't think you could lift weights. You could lift weights to a certain extent, but I feel that that's something where it's just a natural way that he flings his arm. Honestly, it's baseball. Yeah, no. It's what, honestly, it's baseball. It would is what it is because he grew up a two sport star his whole life, and so through playing baseball, through being a shortstop, being a pitcher, because you know a whole lot of these great quarterbacks were pitchers as well. So they developed that arm strength 
from there. So it carries over. And even in the way he moves sometimes, the way how he'll side on the ball. But I just feel he has a, all I think he has a different type of arm strength. Yeah. Like, I've oh. seen... I've seen it looks Marino, yeah. I've seen John Elway with strong arms, but this dude is just like it's just ridiculous. Like, I could go outside right now and throw a baseball, and he'll throw a football like six times further than me. Not me. Yes. Mm-mm. And you get knocked up by Ronda Rousey. <laughs> I mean, I feel like history will look favorably on me in that argument, and not on you and Kari because you saw what happened to her shortly thereafter. <laughs> what she's doing now. She is workout. I know. Oh, she's do TV stuff, eh? I guess. I don't know. All right. Let's go to the picks. Who you got? Whoever now doesn't pick. Are you serious? <laughs> All right. Me personally. No, I, I'll go first. I think, I think. No, no, no. I want to go first. I think the 49ers watch... are going to win the game. Okay. I think the 49ers are going to win the game because I just think the defense is going to be too much surprisingly for the um for the Chiefs because the thing is the Chiefs have shown throughout the playoffs that they have had their struggles and teams have got up on them and if the 49ers get up by 24 points on them then you could just call it a day because they're going to run handball off simple offense and win the game fair enough John's going with the 49ers I am a big Pat Mahomes fan. I already said that I always want the great quarterback to win so you don't have him in those, well, he was good, but he never won one kind of conversations. And because I grew up hearing that rhetoric around Marino his whole life, I hate that to happen to anyone else. And just the way Pat Mahomes approaches the game, the way he plays, even the story of his personal life, Everything about him made me a super fan from the very beginning. So I am riding with Pat Mahomes. I want him to win this game. I want it for him. I want it for Andy Reid. I love how Andy Reid is a person that always gives second chances, which leads me to believe that that Kareem Hunt decision was not his. It was upper management. But anyway, I want the Chiefs to win the game. I am rooting for the Chiefs to win the game. I think that the 49ers are a better, more balanced team, but I have faith in the Chiefs' offense. I'm going Chiefs. Go figure. Okay, so John has the 49ers. I'm going with the Chiefs. And Olivia also is going to go with the Chiefs. She refuses to give me a reason. But that makes no sense. She can't win. Uh, you know, everyone's not concerned with the point system. Some people are just picking on who they think is going to win. Well, we ain't got to do the tiebreak no more. Because she <laughs> exactly. can lose. So Olivia's- the 49ers are going to win, and I'm going to be champion of the point system. And Cardo has also gone with the 49ers. He said the defensive line has just enough to slow Patrick Mahomes down. And there you go. Thank you very much for this championship. Um, so right now, the only... <laughs> No, the wait, Olivia can't win. <laughs> now could drop from first to third. Olivia can't win because we both picked the Chiefs. So yeah. if the Chiefs win, it's automatically mine. So but Cardo can't win either because he picked the 49ers. And if he I wins I picked the 49ers. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying so both you could of go you to did. third place. Both of you did. So the only persons that can win this is you or me. Yeah. The point system. <sighs> the point system. I got a shot, man. <laughs> All right. We'll be at Fusion Sunday for the big game. 
Festivities officially start at 3 with the tailgate, but the 10YS team will be there earlier to get you. We're going to do two different live segments. John, you went on the site visit, and yeah. I totally forgot what you told me we were going to do this. We're going to do a job. two segments, one at 12 and then one around 3 o'clock when, when everyone should be coming in. And what are the two locations? We're going to do the early one where? Ultra secret locations. Ha! Ultra secret locations for the 10YS podcast. So... Come ready to have a good time. Come ready to watch it on the biggest screen in the Bahamas. Come ready to drink your fill of Kalik. And, and non-alcoholic lemonade. And vegetarian chili. Y'all stay woke. <laughs>